What up, everyone? Back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Junior Vinu, along with my main man, A.T., here today. And today we have Jimmy Shaba from Jimmy Flawless Entertainment, also owner of Iconic Event Rentals as well. Jimmy's a highly skilled DJ who holds good knowledge and has experience of more than 15 years in the industry. Today we're here to talk about how he got started, why he got started, and where his future and present self is. And uh, we will get into that, and also we will hopefully be able to check out some of the music he may be able to provide with what we got here today. He's got some, yeah, can't wait. We're gonna rock really hard on this one. <laughs> but I think so. this is backwards, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do it backwards. Yeah, oh, you can do it backwards. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I get one hand, you get there one you hand. Go, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we all work as a team here today. So introducing Jimmy. So uh, we're glad to have you on, brother. How are you? Be here. Awesome. Thanks, good. man. Good, man. Good. Let's get to talking a bit about your music career and For then sure. get into the other business that you got going on. Definitely. So um, I uh, originally got uh, started into like DJing when I was like ten. Oh, um, sure. I've been doing it for a long time. It was kind of like a, what did you charge back then? Uh, nothing actually. Yeah, no. When I was when I, when I was a kid, I was kind of like just getting started. Um, it was kind of like more of like a hobby at the time. Yeah. Um, so it kind of progressed later on sure. as a, as a career. Um, it was kind of like when I was around 12, 13 years old is when it started happening. Um, my dad actually was good friends with uh, DJ Ahmad Koki at the time. Sure. So um, he he would tell him like, yo, you know, my, my son wants to become a DJ. This is what he wants to do. So Ahmad was actually one of the first people to like start taking me out with him as a kid and yeah. kind of like showed me like the ropes, like the little things here and there. And yeah. Eventually, I kind of like progressed onto like doing my own thing. So sure, yeah. Did you get the chance to go to Sahara with them late night after every event or anything? Uh, at that time, no. But like, it wasn't like up until <laughs> I was like maybe like fifteen, sixteen when all that you know started happening. Started yeah. doing all the late nights. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So you get into this industry, you start messing with it yourself. What was was uh, what you were getting into uh, some of the some of the events that they were doing and piggybacking off of? Them, yeah. Or? So like. I, I started doing more private events like communions, graduations, mm -hmm. um, things like that, engagements. Sure. Um, so I, I was kind of in that market just because, you know, I was kind of backpacking off of Imod for like a little while. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, I wanted to start doing like clubs and bars and stuff like that. That's kind of what I wanted to transition into, yep. which is I ended up doing like later on. Um, but now more or less I'm still sticking more into like the private events, obviously, because, you know, it's just the community. Like, yeah. I know them a little bit better and stuff like that. And. I uh, kind of feel like having that close-knit Chaldean community and doing those type of events, it, you know, keeps you in that inner circle. So Sure. Yeah. So at age 15, you decided to start taking your own path, yeah. right? And that's when Jimmy Flawless ended up coming in? Yep. Okay, how did that name get created? Let's start with that. So it was kind of like a high school name that kind of came up. Mm -hmm. um, one of my buddies uh, from high school that we used to do uh, high school radio together mm -hmm. kind of gave it to me. So he was just like, we were talking about picking like different like radio names and stuff like that. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I want mine to be this. And you know, the other guy would be like, oh yeah, you know, I want this name. And I was like, I don't know anything. Like, yo, I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I just go by Jimmy, that's it. And they were yeah. like, yo, we're just gonna pick a cool name for you. So like, it, it literally happened like on the spot. We were on the radio one day and then he introduced me as like Jimmy Flawless. And mm -hmm. I just kind of kept it. I, I'd never like changed it. So ever since then he was like, now we still talk about it till today. He's like, yo, I'm the one that gave you that name. And I'm like, that's cool. I'll, I'll take it. I, I still say the story till today. So is he trying, to get, yeah, is he trying to get points yeah, off yeah, it or right. anything? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him the kudos for it. Okay. That's all right. Okay. Okay. Do you do anything in radio now? Or, no, or no. had you since, since the high school days? Since high school, no. Okay. Um, I It's not that I haven't thought about it, but yeah. I've just been, like, I've been busy with, like, my own, you know, stuff yeah. that I haven't really been able to progress into, like, that, you know, yep. that 
field. But yep. like that. What's cool. your main genre that you like to work with? Do you diversify yourself or? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I kind of go between everything really. Um, I'm not really like kind of like stuck to like one genre. Yeah. I like to jump around um, between like, you know, hip hop, any of like the top 40 stuff, a lot of mm -hmm. like the oldies, 80s, you know, 70s yeah. stuff here and there. Um, I try to do something a little bit different. Um, I try to like throw things at the crowd that they're not expecting. Yeah. Um, just to kind of like throw them off, you know, they'll be like hearing like all the, you know, top hits, whatever's out now. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden you kind of throw something in that's a little bit old school and they're like, yo, I wasn't like expecting what? that. I kind of throw them back. Like what? So, I mean, it really all depends on, you know, the what I'm, yeah, the, crowd, what, yeah, yeah, the situation, the crowd, like, you know, what I'm really feeling. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you can, I kind of go between everything really. Like I said, you know, hip hop, house, techno, dubstep, uh, yeah, you name it, I kind of play it. Just, nice. you know, country is probably like one of the things that I don't really like, you know, dabble in. But. Yeah, that's okay. And again, we, you know, again, you were saying you're tapping into your community most of it, you know. So as our community, we were never huge fans of country. It's it's evolving. I yeah. see some of the younger generation now and uh, taking and embracing that, that music Definitely. on, you know. So right now, somebody gives you a shout and says to you, hey, Jimmy, I need you to, you know, do an event. Do you go in and do you say, listen, are you looking for what music or do you ask them like do you have a specific track list that you like me to work off of like how does that come to light so depending on like depending on the type of event like uh say i'm going into like a wedding situation right um i do have like brides and grooms that will give me like a list you know depending on you know depending on who i'm dealing with sure. some of them will give me a list where they'll be like you know 10 15 songs and they're kind of like oh you know do your own thing mm -hmm. some of them will be like super specific i've had yeah. brides that have given me like a list of like 300 tracks and i'm like yo that's cool <laughs> nine times out of ten like all those songs i was going to play anyways right. so you kind of just made my job a little bit easier but yeah. you know how um, long was that wedding a week yeah, I would say. <laughs> I'm telling you. It felt like it. Because <laughs> what's, our, what's our standard like when we flip from Chaldean to Arabic music? I'm sorry, Chaldean to Arabic music. Though, like what's, it's what's our, what's it's our, usually like, um, usually about 45 minutes. Yeah, including like slow dances. That? And, uh, for me, I don't really count it like that. It's like weird because I'm, I'm transitioning between tracks sure. so quickly mm, that sure. like it could go anywhere between like 10, 15 songs to like 30, 40 tracks. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah, and that's a cool thing. You know, it's it's not always the easiest to identify the crowd of either. Course. Sometimes the crowd's mojo ha is like either mm -hmm. flatline. You know what I'm saying? And you're Definitely. trying to do your best to you know to try to get them up and hype. And yeah. So what what in, what encourages you in those moments when you've got to figure out that crowd? Like what gives you that. That uplift, that boost, yeah, that boost. Honestly, definitely the crowd. Like um, I, I always say this, like all the time. Like a lot of my friends ask me that, and, and honestly, it really is the crowd that definitely helps out. You know, sure. once you kind of have like a hype crowd that you know you can see them, they're really into it. It, it really starts to, like you know boost you know what I'm trying to do as well. Yeah. It really helps me. I mean, you know, granted, I have done a lot of events where you know the crowds have been you know like you said kind of like iffy, yeah. but you know you try to do your best in every situation that you are in, and yeah. um, you know that's kind of like the mentality I go in with every event. You know, yeah. just do your best and you know try to get it try to get them as hype as possible and sure. if you know if it doesn't work it doesn't work if it does cool you know sure. so 15 years ago we we were born with the um mp3 16 years ago we were born with the mp3 player yeah. from uh, apple at that time yeah. like that was the big thing that you're taking it itunes music and all that oh yeah this was the choice of what most djs would work with walking into it yeah. right so did you was it a learning curve first of all to work with this and what who helped you to get to this to learn that before the whole mp3 thing so when i first started i was i was on cds cds and vinyl um i learned on vinyl um 
slowly progressed into like CDs. So a lot of the time there wasn't like a lot of like this technology around. There was no laptops, there was right. no controllers, right. yep. nothing like where you can see like your waveforms, any of that yep. stuff. So a lot of the mixing was done, you know, by ear, which is, I mean, you know, granted, even till today, I still use that skill set. You know, yep. I'm still like mixing by ear and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, it wasn't like up until I would say, yeah, I was probably like 15, 16 is like when I kind of tra started transitioning more into like the MP3 stuff. Yes. And, uh, I was kind of like doing like hookah lounges at the time, so right. um, I saw I saw another DJ that I knew that we were kind of like I don't want to say like we were rivals, but like you know we were kind of like on the same yep. kind of like on the same wave, and yep. he was doing his own thing, I was doing mine, and I saw him one day, and he was using you know a laptop, and he was using you know the program Serato that we use today, and sure. I saw him, and I was like, yo, what is that? And he was like, oh, you know, it's Serato, that's how I run all my music, and I was like. I've never even heard of this. What is this? Yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, you've never heard of this? And he kind of like made me feel like crap about it. He's like, oh, you've never heard of this? Like, oh, you need to like step your game up. And I was like, dang, I kind of have to. So um, it was like that Christmas, my mom uh, bought me like, bought me like a bunch of like clothes for Christmas. And I was like, I looked at her, I was like, yo, returning we're returning shit. all of this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm buying me a Serato box. I was yeah. like, I need something that's going to, you know, get me right. by. And um, I bought it that week, came home, tried to use it, switched over all my stuff over to a computer and uh, used it for like a week and I was like, I hate this thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't work on this. I was like, sure. this is this is so stupid. Like, I can't believe that people are using this. And then it wasn't up until like a year later, I was like, you know what, I gotta put my head towards it. Like, yeah. I can't keep on carrying around like loads and loads of That's CDs. That's what like, I wanted to get to. Yeah, so yep. I, um, I kind of started doing it on my own. It was just like, nobody like really like taught me. It was kind of like, I sat down and I was like, yo, I gotta put my head into this. And sure enough, it was, you know, day after day of just using and using and using that so, I kind of, you know, got acclimated. It's like a video to it. game, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You just, just sit down and you play it and you learn the whole, everything about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. yep. And you just yeah. keep going and going and going. I yeah. feel like the technology nowadays has kind of like made it like so simplistic for like a lot of yes. people to kind of like jump into the realm of oh, yeah, like DJing. Sure. So, yep. I mean, so, you know, which is cool. Yeah, so on that point, so what's a, what's a, a good age to, for somebody to start being a DJ or trying to be a DJ, and then when is it just too damn late? Honestly, uh, there's really no like age limit to it. Um, I get the limit, but I mean, sensibly, like. I mean, I've seen nowadays, I've seen DJs who are coming out that are like six, seven years old that are like actually like, you know, playing on vinyl and running Serato and stuff like that. How much? Like six, seven years old. I'm, I'm not even joking. I've literally looked it up online. There's, <laughs> there's quite a few of them that are actually like really, really good. I, yes. I wouldn't say that there's really like an age to like start. Yes. You know, you know, the thing is, <laughs> the thing, is, and I understand where, where you're coming from with that, because I watched my brother go through music for such a long time, right? Yeah, so I, had, I guess I, if he's a prodigy, he's a prodigy, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I've seen him, and he, you know, he was playing piano at like eight, nine years old nice. and doing stuff. And he's on his own. Just he started doing it, and then the the lessons started coming yeah, in and all yeah, that. Yeah. But he's taken himself as far as now at 48 years old. He's on sonar, and he can yep. produce his own and do what he's got to, and he creates music and does all that stuff, right? What people don't know is because you don't see it as much as the struggles that were before man used to walk with like multiple milk crates with vinyl yeah, into yeah, yeah. places and the milk crates would be hidden or that you know what i'm saying yeah. so now you used to have a guy just pull, pulling out vinyls for yeah, you like yo i need this next track he's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's crazy how it's changed and that goes into exactly what anthony's asking now you can pick up this phone and now you can go find an app on the app store yep. and you can start creating like music and yeah. mixes right from there and i think a lot of that has to do with social media too is experiencing like in order to get full effect your music has to be behind exactly. it right 100%. like even myself the the latest we've been doing with our stories it's been more boom boom when you get the music with it i was like okay they're in it right exactly yep and and 
you yourself had to be driven by music first in Definitely. order for you to be able to get into this, right? hundred percent. Yeah, I, I've always been into like music, like even like as a kid, like before like my DJing career, like it was. I, I've always been like a music fan. It wasn't like kind of like one of those things where I kind of popped up one day and said, "Oh yeah, you know, like I want to be a DJ." Like it, it kind of like slowly progressed into that. Like even like like elementary school, like I was totally like into music. Like my mom tells this story all the time that um, you know like. I was the thing was like my first week coming home, uh, you know, from like the hospital, like when I was yeah. first born, like yep. <laughs> I was crying in the car and I wouldn't stop. And my mom tried everything she possibly could. And until she turned on the radio, that's like when I instantly stopped. Sure. And she was like, that's, that's it. She's like, I know my son's going to be doing something with music. So like, that's so funny. yeah. Maja Kukka popped on and he was just mm -hmm. in the back, quietly <laughs> chilling, listening to that. Yep. Right. So back in the days we were growing up with a lot of the DJs who would use this, but we are the turntables, right? Yeah. So you'd get a lot of that. The yep. scratching. A lot of scratching right? and stuff, yeah. Scratching and stuff, that was a big thing. Is is that what this, yeah, this offers and like what is it still widely used? Oh yeah, you? definitely. There's there's quite a few um like scratch DJs that you know that are out that, you know, are you know, award winning guys, you know, that are out there like DJ Cubert and people mm -hmm. like that that you know, that I really look into. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, no, scratching is definitely alive and well till today. Uh it's still a big, you know, skill set to like definitely have. I'm not saying that you know, going out and doing events, that's something that you definitely need to know. Sure. But it's definitely something that can enhance, you know, your set for sure. Definitely, sure. especially if you know how to use it. So, yeah. What are the basics someone needs to, to, to buy or have to get started? Um, I would say if you're trying to jump into, like, try and jump into this realm, like yeah. starting off, definitely a good DJ controller. Mm -hmm. um, definitely Which a good laptop. Uh, that, yeah, this? so that's basically this. Yeah, okay. it's kind of, this is kind of like the newer version of, like your mixer slash turntables, okay. everything's yep. kind of like all built in one. Um, a controller is definitely a great way to start. Um, a good laptop, a really, really good music library for sure. Mm -hmm. um, skill set is definitely something you need to know. Beat matching is, you know, definitely something that you uh, that you definitely want to know jumping mm -hmm. into this. So, and is, is if they don't have all of this, can they can they get it from you from Iconic? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we definitely do like DJ gear rental, all that stuff. Um, yeah, we can we can definitely supply all of that. Whether it's like actual like vinyl turntables, CDJs, controllers, all that stuff. Yeah. What what else do you rent? Uh, we do speakers, lighting, um, like LED video walls, dance floors, fireworks, oh, wow. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Oh yeah. Nice. Looking at something like this here, this reminds me of like an 808. Yeah. The 808 kit. So that's widely used in hip hop by mm -hmm. the older generation of, of like your Dre's, Timbaland and exactly. others that do that stuff, right? Is this what still, you can use sampling and stuff? Yeah. Or is that what this is? So Serato uh, implemented a, uh, a sampler player mm -hmm. within like their software. So if you wanted to actually like lay down like your own kicks, snares, claps and stuff yep. like that, you can actually like, you know, activate them within like your DJ set, like right on the, you know, sure. right on the fly. So there is some times where, you know, you will kind of catch me like, you know, beat yeah. drumming like live on stage and stuff like that. So yep. uh, kind of just enhances, you know, your set. But yeah, you can definitely use this for like beat making and stuff too. that's what I was gonna say so you can actually do you can you can do multiple things with this and in, in your class of music yeah. right you can create like if I wanted to take a older song just for the sake of not selling but to play it at a wedding I yeah. can take it and mix this on this yep recreate put my own and make it more an upbeat so that it falls like exactly in line with the wedding or exactly. communion or whatever it is. And that can be done all on this, right? Yep. Yeah. So Are, like a lot of like that stuff that you're talking about <clears throat> is like re-drumming a lot of it. Yep. Like, yeah. So that, that's what we do. A lot of like mashups, a lot of re-drums. Yep. Uh, most of my sets, that's what they, they kind of like comprised of is like um, uh, a lot of like re-drum beats and stuff like that. Because there are songs that we, we do enjoy that we want to yeah. play. And yeah. uh, some of them are kind of 
little on the you older, know yeah yes. not not only like older but beats aren't like really like up to date and right. they're not really like something that people yep. want to dance to so yep. that's when you know, something like that comes into play where we kind of redrum it live and sure. you know continue on so people can actually enjoy it so so we we go to throw in a, a party and say hey here's five songs we want you to do but out of the five three of them we want to create it with new hip stuff bring it up upbeat to us you know to modern day yeah right that's what you would be able to provide for us and say okay i did these check these out so basically it's taking old songs and making them more hip by, yeah. by the bpm you're changing some of the bpm to it and bringing that up definitely up to speed. so you could do all that and you can also provide that with your services to yes, people too definitely yeah okay. which is like i said you know a lot of a lot of the stuff that i do play that's kind of like what it's uh Kind of what it's surrounded by, you know. Yeah. I, you know, like we were saying earlier, you know, I, I like to throw in a lot of things that people are not expecting in the mm -hmm. middle of like my sets. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, definitely throwing in a, like a lot of those older, you know, old school tracks and stuff like that. Yep. With you know something that's a little bit redrummed, that kind of throws throws yep. you off a little bit until you actually hear your melody. And you're like, oh wait, I remember this, you know, yep. like, yeah. Beautiful. So we can definitely do that with this for sure. So I know you went through a little bit of, of what you're trying to do as far as like what events you're trying to book or whatever. Yeah. Can you just run through that list again just to refresh everybody? Yeah, definitely. So um, a lot of like the private events, like we were mentioning, you know, engagements, communions. I do a lot of like weddings on my own, like mm -hmm. without bands and stuff. I know like a lot of our Chaldean people yep. love, uh, you know, having like the bands and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I have, you know, in more recent years, I've been doing a lot more like on my own. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of corporate events, um, communions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I do bars and clubs here and there just depending on you know like yeah. what my schedule is like and stuff yeah. like that but what's the biggest half you ever done <sighs> um that's a good question i did uh i did a festival not too long ago mm -hmm. um i think this was like 2013 2014 something like that um somewhere up north in michigan they had I don't know how many thousands of people, but they had like six or seven stages set oh, up. Geez, yeah, so, really? yeah, so yeah, it was a pretty fun experience. Was yeah. that intimidating at all? No, actually, because no, it's, oh, it's your craft, right? Yeah, it was just like second nature. Like I, a lot of people were asking me that, and I was just like, no, I kind of like just jumped up on stage yeah. and like as soon as I'm as soon as I'm kind of like behind like my gear, I, like I feel kind of like at home, like it's my place. Right, so, right, right. You know? yep. So Jimmy, what what differentiates you as a DJ from other DJs? What's some of the the either talent or things that you offer so that our viewers know? You know when they're choosing who they're going to use for the next flawless baby. Yes, that <laughs> yeah, is. that's definitely one of them, right <laughs> yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Jimmy F. I I would say uh, you know like I was saying kind of like you know the the element of surprise is definitely something that I you know that I take into consideration a yep. lot of the times when I'm on stage. Um, you know, comparing. I mean, I don't want to like compare myself to like any other like DJs or you know anything like that because mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, granted, a lot of like the other DJs are my friends and stuff. Yeah. But you know, everybody kind of has like their skill set. You know, everyone has like their comfort zone and what they do. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like, you know, with the amount of, like, experience that I've had, you know, I've kind of picked up, like, a lot of, like, different things along the way from, yep. you know, either, like, different people or, like, different events that I've done um, that kind of, like, set me, you know, aside from, like, all the other guys, you know, yep. uh, aside from the, you know, like, the old school music that I kind of throw in as, like, surprises here and there. Um, it's definitely, like, uh, song selection is definitely one of them mm -hmm. that, you know, that I kind of, like, take pride in. Yep. Um, my my library is very extensive, so sure. uh, I you can literally go through you know one set list that I have and you know find yourself in seventeen different like places, seventeen different genres, all in like one right. you know one thing. So right, right. What's what's the goals of Jimmy Flawless and of Jimmy Flawless Entertainment? You know, meaning, do we get to see you? expand and have a whole crew underneath you or you know what where where do we see you in the future i would definitely love to have that um a nice crew that you know that would work under me i, I mean granted i do have a, quite a few djs that i work with now cool. um you know that i mean they don't work 
directly under me, yeah. but you know, we definitely, you know, we share events and stuff like that. You know, if I'm ever booked, you know, I send you know things off and you know, vice versa and yep. stuff like that. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, I, I have a kind of like a small crew right now that's like working with me, but that's more on the like the rental side. But mm -hmm. they they still kind of help out with like my events because they kind of coincide. You know, like when it comes to you know, like my work, a lot of like the event rental stuff kind of, you know, I can I can sure. incorporate it in that so that, you know, they help me out with like the visuals, like all the special effects. Yep. And then, you know, vice versa, you know, I help them with, you know, the event rental stuff. So, nice. yeah. Nice, nice. And what, when um, we keep going back to that, but just so we introduce it in the right way, you have another side of you that has iconic event rentals. Yeah. Right? When did that start? So um, it was, I think, 2016 is when I decided to uh, move out to Arizona. Uh, I wanted to, you know, do something different aside from, like, the DJing thing. I was mm -hmm. like, you know, DJing is cool. I've kind of, like, already got it down packed. Um, you know, events are great and stuff, but, you know, I kind of want to expand my knowledge and, you know, like, what I do. So um, I decided to, you know, go for audio engineering. It's always been something that, you know, was kind of like in the back of my mind something that mm -hmm. I always wanted to do mm -hmm. and um, I was actually mentioning this to Anthony earlier I didn't yep. know uh, Omar was your brother so don't tell nobody uh, I won't tell yeah, them. <laughs> nobody heard that no we didn't hear that yeah right. we'll just edit that out, yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> so um, me and uh, actually my cousin Thad was uh, uh, he's friends with Omar so oh, they man. had a they had a studio out on Northwestern right at that yeah, Mission building. Guy. yeah so we um, they had somebody that had like left at the time and I was kind of like trying to jump into like having like a studio, so mm -hmm. um, he offered it to me. I ended up going in there, and you know, granted, it wasn't like the you know the best right. experience. You know, That's I mean, right. you know, it was something like that was kind of like a start off. It was more of like a hangout more than yeah. anything, but yeah. that kind of like sparked what I wanted to like get into like in the future. So 2016, I jumped into you know uh, audio engineering. I went to school for about a year and a half, two years, something like that. Mm -hmm. Came back. I really wanted to be like a, a, a studio guy. I really mm -hmm. wanted to do like you know records. I really wanted to cut records and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but nowadays with like the technology that's out, everyone can pick up a laptop or pick up an iPad or a microphone mm -hmm. and free beats on YouTube and stuff like that. And yeah. kind of do like, you know, do their own thing at home, which is cool. You know, like I'm totally not against it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's definitely, you know, something cool, especially with, you know, the technology that we have nowadays might as well. So me and my buddy, we were sitting out one day and he was just like, man, you know, I know you really want to get into studio work and stuff like that. And you know, have you ever thought about getting into live sound? And I was just like, nah, I never really like thought about it. You know, it never really crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. So he was like, you're already kind of like in that realm. Like, why don't you just, you know, do it? Sure. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'll take my shot at it. So yeah. um, his dad actually, um, well, my buddy's Andy, uh, Andy Sawa. So his dad, okay. uh, Rafit, actually had yep. a system at the time that he was trying to get, you know, get rid of. So um, me and him, we kind of sat down, me, him, and uh, my dad, which is my, my business partner in it. So um, we kind of sat down, we made a deal, and um, he helped us out with kind of coordinating and getting, like, all the all the gear and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. realistically, it wasn't, like, for him and, like, you know, that meeting, sure. like, between him and my dad and me, like, none of it would have ever, like, worked out. But, um, yeah, he helped us out with getting, like, all the gear and stuff like that to, like, start us off and that kind of jump-started us into iconic events, so. Nice, yeah. nice. Are you currently hiring at this point in time for either side? Um, looking for any that we can present to the viewers? The iconic event side? Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, very soon, actually, because we're getting more into, like, um, lighting and visuals and stuff like sure. that, so we got, like, LED video walls and stuff like that coming in. But, yeah, we're definitely going to end up needing quite a, quite a few people, actually. We're going to need a big crew at some point, so. So do you work with any of the current Chaldeans that are in the industry when... Uh, working with your event rentals and stuff like oh that. yeah definitely okay so yeah quite a few actually um uh it's really really nice to have a lot of like uh people you know in that you know certainly, in that yeah. realm exactly yep. yeah because you know if it's something that you know i can't handle or yep. if you know if it's something that i don't have 
I can automatically like reach out to you know five or six different people and yeah. you know it works out because like all of them are you know like good friends of mine and stuff like that so Perfect. it's a really really nice close you know not only like a friendship but a good like business relationship as well so and just so for like say Anthony or the others who may not know what is live sound when you were mentioning that um live sound would consist of like um setting up like speakers and stuff like that uh microphones um like mixing consoles mm-hmm. uh yeah speakers like I said um yeah, we basically do like uh, band setups. So, mm-hmm. like, let's say a band comes in, they don't have any sound, they don't have microphones. We do all of that for them. They play their okay. show, yep. they leave. We do all the pack up. So let's talk on that real quick. Yeah, just touch on that real, real fast because I might hurt a few others. But damn, some of those Chaldean bands play loud as can be. Too loud. Oh my god. Yeah. And and it's it doesn't make it fun. No. And from your end of it, what's your opinion on that? Because. Sometimes I can't even be standing next to him and be able to hear or talk to him yeah. enough. So I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to say that like uh, it's it's a horrible thing. I mean, I I, I do like loud music. We love it. Definitely right? not going to say right? that I don't. But at a rock concert. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> that, definitely not at like you know a wedding at Shenandoah with like yep. seven hundred people. You don't want it like blaring for like three thousand yeah. people. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, I I definitely agree with you on that, and I I think a lot of it kind of comes from. Um, like, I don't want to say, like, lack of knowledge, but, like, mm-hmm. lack of, you know, like, gain staging and things like that, that, you know, it's, like, basic, you know, audio engineering, like, 101, that, yeah. like, a lot of these guys kind of, like, look over, mm-hmm. and to them, it's just, like, you know, as loud as it can get, if it sounds good, cool, you know, but that's not really, like, how it works, it's not, like, what we're going after, it's not, like, good. Yeah. it's loud, it's good, you know, like... Well, the, the venues should have, like, a decimal counter there, like, decimal meter. A, a decimal meter on the wall, where it's fucking yeah. big as a... Is a television screen and, and it just shows it, and then it, it's green when it's right sound, and then it's fucking red when it's too fucking loud. You of all people know this. We need that thing that when the Pistons play. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because when it starts hitting that, we needed to go back that way. There used to be a bar on um, a Maple and Orchard Lake, Bar Seven. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, they yeah, used to, yeah. So like in their DJ booth. It used to be like I remember it used to be like on the right hand side of the yes. wall. They used to have like a little yes. meter. So like anytime it would like go over like a certain thing, like yep. one of the managers would come by and be like, <laughs> Yeah, turn it down. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, Simon. I didn't even know that was yeah. there. Simon was there. He would he would be the one. I remember that. You're right. Yeah. It, was, it was a red LED was yep. standing up. But that's yeah. you, put it at the weddings. Yeah, you, that's it. And here's the thing. I think a wedding planner should have it like a big Eiffel Tower like in the middle of the floor or and, the venue and, and, and yeah the venue yeah. Should, you know what I'm saying because you gotta be real man there's been a lot of complaints on that you know, and, we're, and we're, we're killing these people yeah. sorry guys yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't mean it we still got yeah. love for you the music nah, nah, is nah. awesome you know what I'm saying we'll still be there but we, we, we're, we're, we're just we're, gonna bring earplugs yeah. that's all yes, yes, <laughs> yes that's we're it. bringing our earplugs so do you, any, do you do any work within the community any giving back of any sort of anything um, <laughs> you know under Jimmy Flawless or anything with you uh, iconic event rentals. I um I haven't actually had like the opportunity. Nothing's like really came up. Okay. I'm definitely not saying that I'm opposed to it. Sure. Um, it's just that nothing has really like came up of it. Okay. Um, I have like tried in the past to like kind of like do a few things, but it's mm-hmm. just that you know it, it like the saying goes like you know it takes more than one hand to clap you know so you definitely need more people to you know to help you yeah, out. Yeah, I, I to can attest like, to that. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But yeah, no, I mean you you catch yeah. my drift. Yeah, so, yeah like, of course. It, it, you know, trying to do something like you know on your own, it's definitely a lot harder. You know, yeah. once you kind of have you know more people in place to kind of take care of like certain things like that, mm-hmm. it makes things a lot more easier. But you know, it, like I said, it just hasn't you know the opportunity hasn't came up. So. Definitely, definitely. So you mentioned your dad earlier as your business partner. You want to shout him out? You want to yeah, shout definitely. Yeah, you know, 
Shout out to my dad. You know, if, like I said, if it wasn't for him, yeah. literally a lot of this stuff wouldn't, like, happen. I, I remember, like, even being as a kid, like, I think my mom didn't even, like, really want me to get into, like, the DJing scene. But mm-hmm. he was kind of, like, the one that, you know, pushed for it. He was like, no, you know, let him do his thing. Let him, you know, uh, this is what he's, like, passionate about. Let him have it. And, oh, man. and yeah. since your mom turned on the radio. Yeah, and, and that, you know, that kind of, like, sparked the show. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to shout out my mom for that one. Yeah, thanks for turning on the radio. I'm pretty sure it was Brian, uh, Brian Adams that was playing that day. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of him, but, yeah, thanks no. for bumping Brian Adams in the car. <laughs> hey, it was easier than the Mamiya. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Clearly, that worked. <laughs> What's um? Well, just so for the, so they know where where is your marketing at? Where do they find you for your iconic event rentals? And, yeah. So and your music. Um. So my music stuff would uh, be on my website jimmyflawless.com. Um. Mm-hmm. Social media would be at jimmyflawlessofficial on all platforms. Um, iconic events on Instagram would be, uh, I think it's uh, iconic event rentals on Instagram. Yeah, okay. so yeah, that's definitely where you can find me. Our website isn't up yet, but slowly but surely getting working on it. We've only been in business for like a year, year and a half, so it's like still in its baby steps. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, we've been sure. we've been growing steadily, so can't good. complain. Good for you. Good for you. Any anybody that gave you that push that you wanted besides parents, you know, our parents do their thing. But do you have any friends or people that you looked up to, or they gave you that extra push, you know, besides Thayer and others? So, um, yeah, definitely. So, like, well, yeah, when it came down to like the the rental stuff, Rafid yep. was definitely one of the guys that gave me like the biggest push, like because if it wasn't for him, like. We, I would have never had, like, my system. I was kind of, like, in a position where I was, like, out of school. Um, money was, like, super tight at the time. Sure. And, um, you know, I was looking into, like, jumping into, like, a $100,000 system. And, you know, we sat down, and I was like, yo, you know, this is what I want to do. This is, like, my vision. You know, are you willing to help out? And he was like, yeah, definitely, for sure. So, oh, like, nice. basically, he kind of gave me, like, everything, like, on consignment. He was just like, yo, take everything out of my garage, mm. use it, and just pay me like you know, as you go and that awesome. literally gate like that's cool if it wasn't for yeah. that I, I wouldn't be like in the position that i'm in today so that's yeah definitely shout out to him Kelly and you know, yeah definitely yeah. yeah he helped out big time so yeah gave you the shoes to run 100 percent. Right? yeah yeah that's good so um before we go just you've you've now talked about this you've talked about that you've gave people the shout out to themselves is there anything that we may have missed that you want to let the viewers know of services or any products that you offer that that we didn't touch on um trying to think if there's anything oh uh, no i think we've kind of like touched base on just about everything yeah like uh you know the the rental stuff is definitely like sound um sure. you know microphones speakers wires um visuals are definitely like another thing so like you know led video wall screens mm-hmm. dance floors fireworks um trying to think what else we do lighting is another one fireworks yeah so like all the you know like all the fireworks that you see for like yeah, the yeah, pyro dances yeah. and stuff yeah, all the pyro and stuff Big like dance. that yeah. yeah co2 is another cool thing that we do as well so nice. like the co2 cannons and stuff that's nice. something i bring to like weddings all the time that you know people really love De- decimal yeah. meters coming soon yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see <laughs> we'll see i don't know i don't know i don't know how the other bands are gonna take yeah, it right. but yeah where, where do we cool. expect to see you next um like any any what's the next venue so somebody can look forward to hearing your your DJ experience and all that. So Anything um coming up soon that you wanna most of them are gonna be like more private events. Okay. Um but uh I like I said I do play every now and then, like you know, at bars and stuff like that. One of my buddies, um, Chris Bahora, actually, yeah. he's a DJ, so oh, yeah. I, I play with him sometimes at Craft and Royal Oak. He yep. you know, he has a residency there, he's been there yep. for like a long time. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, he's he's one of my close friends. So every once in a while, like either, you know, I'll play with him or you know, sure. I'll take over his spot every once cool. in a while. But yeah. Um, that's like one of the more public places. I'm kind of working on a few spots, yeah. trying to like, I'm scouting a few places now. Good for you. Since I'm trying to like jump more into like the bar scene a little bit now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, once that kind of happens, you'll, you'll definitely see it on like Instagram and stuff. So. Oh man. Like, so you're really hip onto, uh, up to 
today's day and age, but you seem like like you're you're old school too. I am. You know? Yeah, I definitely have like an old school soul to me yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely. Tell. So, in closing our shows, and this will line up with your old school. Uh, uh, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, what does it mean to be Chaldean? Um, we wanted to throw a, a, a curveball, curveball like you do, like you do with your beats, you know. With yeah, it's true. In the middle of a mix, the yeah, got mix. you. I, I mean, I would say that uh, that's kind of a hard question to answer. Uh, well, you're old school. Like, let's do it. I mean, it, it's definitely there, there's a lot of pride when it comes to saying that you're Chaldean mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, especially coming from like the history and you know where our people have been and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it definitely makes you like think and appreciate like you know you know, what our parents have done and the sacrifices that they've made and stuff like that. And, you know, it really shows that, like, you know, they cared about what we were, you know, what they were trying to do and what we what they wanted to do for, you know, the future generations. Sure. So, yeah, that's that's definitely one thing. I would say pride, definitely. When I hear the word Chaldean, it's pride, for Good sure. Deal. Beautiful. Good Chaldean pride, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yes, Chaldean pride and Chaldean love. Oh, yeah. All you right. want to shout out the cat that gave you the flawless name before he? Oh yeah, my uh, yeah, it was my yeah, my good friend Tony actually. Right. My, he was one of my high school friends. We keep in contact here and there, there and uh, yeah. So he's he's actually a DJ too. He lives out in. Uh, What's his name? Uh, DJ name. You know what? He's changed it so many times. I don't oh, even remember, but I, I just know him by DJ talking. Undercover. Now. DJ Undercover. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I should we'll call him. DJ Undercover. Yeah, he uh, he lived out in Washington for a while, and I think now he's in New York. I think he's doing like an internship with like Interscope or something like that. Oh shit! Yeah, Beautiful. that's yep. legit. Oh, yeah. Nice man. Good for him. God nice. bless him. Nice. Oh yeah. Well, in closing, we just want to remind everybody to uh, when you're viewing this, just click down at the button over here and just hit the like. Follow us on YouTube and any of the social media. We're also available on Instagram with KUWT Chaldeans as well, searching us. We had Jimmy Flawless from Jimmy Flawless Entertainment and Iconic Event Rentals today. Signing off today with AT and myself. Before you sign off, can you just say that again and out of be so these, these, <laughs> sure. so some of these suckers, <clears throat> sure. suckers will subscribe and <laughs> sure you got it. To it. You want a Sudeth or out of be? Both. Yeah, okay. Careful. Okay, we'll start. Okay, I'll do Arabic. You have good Sudat? No, you... I'm, okay. I'm horrible at Sudat. Hatankolo Khuni Munforoje at Bernamage. So, a YouTube video. You guys got me on You're this. You're saying Sudat, though. So, you guys got me on the Chaldean question. Now, yeah, we gotta yeah. get you on the Sudat thing. Dushu, Dushu Dugma. Yeah, Dushu Dugma. Okay, Ajibla Khun had Dushu Dugma like. <laughs> okay, I just look one down at the bottom. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Is like Sudeth? I don't know. Like was no. Sudeth. Like oh. is definitely no, not okay, Sudeth. Okay. I just look one. That's what it is. <laughs> so I'm a little beat and rough on the uh, on the edges with this one. So <laughs> nice. But if it comes to Arabic, it's but you know what he means. Yes. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Exactly. Cool. Yes, Signing exactly. off. Signing off. We'll see y'all. Awesome, my man. Awesome. Thank you for Check them out. They'll be scratching at your next event. Yes, sir.